What's up, sports fanatics? My name is Caleb Confusioni, and welcome to the house. Alongside me today are my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Naaman Smith and Mr. Caleb Prozy, as usual. And we are here to give you all of the updates, all of the stories, and all of the latest things going on in the world of sports, be it the MLB playoffs, be it college football, the National Football League. We are here to give you every bit of information you need to know to have great conversations with your friends, family, co-workers, whatever it may be over the next few days. Now I'm going to kick it over to Mr. Prozy to give you a rundown of what this episode will cover. All right. This week, we're going to be discussing some pretty hot topics in sports. First of all, we're going to cover our Florida State athletics as usual. This time, we're going to spread beyond football a little bit and get into some other sports around campus. Then we're going to go into the MLB wild card and kind of rehash that because that is behind us now. And we have moved on today, starting the divisional round of the MLB playoffs. Then we'll give you guys a college football breakdown and NFL breakdown from last week. And then, as always, we will finish up with our picks. So now moving in to segment one, what is happening in sports? Naaman, what's going on around FSU? Oh, yeah. 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 So main thing is our soccer team. Uh, oh, yeah. Soccer mm-hmm. team had two huge matchups this past week. We went to Virginia, number two team in the country, and we beat them. Uh, we beat them. We scored in the first five minutes. Great. Yeah, we did. Uh, I said, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, And the rest of the game went scoreless, but we were just defending the net. Just, again, just good possession. Park that bus. Park that bus. Park that bus. And so we won that game 1-0 in Virginia. And then we versed Notre Dame. Mm. The Notre Dame one wasn't as favorable of an outcome. Uh, Notre Dame, they ended up going up 1-0, and it never – was good after yeah that, that final score the was final we score did was, not score at all four nothing notre yeah. dame that irish just rolled right through us yeah they beat us four to zero it was rather unfortunate tough to see tough to see but this thursday at six o'clock we have a game duke against duke here you know what the ranking is in, they're not ranked i don't think no way they're, they, not, they're usually i could ranked. be wrong i, I was looking ranked. at the schedule today and i just saw duke i saw no number next to it i need to be fact checked but that'll be six thirty. uh at six o'clock six o'clock in Tallahassee. Yeah. yeah, softball and soccer. So hopefully we'll get a chance to go out to that Gale's game this week. looking up if they're ranked or not. And while he's doing that, there's one other big game. Uh, and it's just the start of a season. It wasn't necessarily like a big game. Yeah. But softball their fall started season. their fall ball season uh, against a D3 school. But they started uh, and they beat it's them exciting. 25 I mean, to 1. It oh was gosh, like, I didn't even it, know that. It's going to be an exciting wow. year. Softball is our dominant program. Softball and soccer are two And that new scoreboard. New scoreboards looking nice. Yeah, they had nice. uh, they had replays up there. Everything's digitalized. That's good. We needed that. Yeah. Long overdue. It looks nice. They actually, you can see the players' faces. FSU become Title IX compliant. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the new scoreboard for soccer, too. Yeah. Also, to top. fact check about the Duke yeah, ranking, have... they're ranked number 12. Yeah, so that's a huge opportunity for a bounce back game for mm-hmm. us. I sure hope so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big crowd. Yeah. Anything else? Um, the main thing is just so softball. I'm very excited for uh, baseball starting their fall ball schedule pretty soon. Awesome, and then football we'll yeah. go more in depth on later in the episode. But just Sweet. hey, every week we'll keep you guys updated with FSU sports. Softball, yeah, is one now we're definitely very more excited seasons about. are starting up, things are getting pretty hot around here. So, yeah, we're looking to have some, some FSU athletes from those sports on in the future if we're fortunate enough. So, um 
Stay tuned for that as well. It's oh, yeah. be fun to talk to some of those people. Now, the, the big thing I want to talk about this week and that I'm most excited for, honestly, in the sports world is the MLB playoffs. Um, we're all big baseball guys for sure, mm-hmm. and we've been following closely. The wild card round is behind us now, and I just wanted to give you guys a breakdown. First of all, the Guardians swept the Rays, and, but it was two really low-scoring games. Good pitching. The, Ray, the Rays had great pitching. They had a good rotation throughout both games. That second game was 1-0 to zero Guardians, but it went to 15 innings. Crazy. Mm. So it was just... Yeah, very good pitching on both sides, and the Rays just fell short. And it was it's, either really good pitching or bad bats. Or bad bats, for sure. <laughs> the yeah. bats went cold, either or. But. but still, I just, yeah, I feel for the Rays, but glad the Guardians are getting some traction. I think the Guardians are about to get hosed by whoever they first. They're playing the Yankees. The Yankees. They're playing the Yankees, yeah. So. Because, like, it just, unless, unless their bats get hot. But uh, you just can't put up. They put up three runs in two games against the Rays. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's not gonna go well if you do that same kind of production against the. Yeah. Indians. So we'll see. yeah, and then the Mariners swept the Blue Jays. Bro, they carry strong bats. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited they, for the Mariners. Okay. All right. Can we talk about how three of the four wild card series, the away team, the underdog team, mm-hmm. won? Yeah. They went. They went on on the road and won those series. The Mariners won. The Phillies won, and then the Guardians. Guardians won at home. Oh, they did. Uh, other team. Uh, it was Padres. Phillies. Padres. Okay. Padres. They uh, who they beat? The Mets. The Mets. Two oh, one. Yeah. It was three games. That was yeah. the only three games played in the wild card round. Everyone else was a sweep. Yeah. So just like, Jeez. so again. Out of in three of the four wild card series, the home team lost. That's the favorite team lost. Yeah. So yeah, the Mariners they're doing really well. I'm really excited for them. I want them to advance past the Astros. I really hope they do. Right now, Caleb, you want to give us an update of that game one of the divisional? It's top of the seventh. The Mariners are up seven three currently as we speak. Awesome. And the Phillies swept the Cardinals, so they're currently playing the Braves, which they won seven to six today in their first game of the divisional, but they were up 6-1. Yeah. So the Braves tried to come back just unfortunately not enough. Yeah, Hopefully that, game two. It just was not a good turnout for the Braves. I was watching the game and mm-hmm. Travis Dinark, jeez, their catcher. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm butchering his last Travis. Name. Travis. He's the only one who showed up for the Braves offense. Mm-hmm. And the Phillies were on fire. They were doing everything very you well. You did not want the Phillies to play yeah. the Braves. Like, it's just they, they were doing simple things right. When they had a runner on second, no outs, they bunted, moved into third, and then did a pop fly and sacrifice fly and got them in. So they did that's, all the yeah. right things. That's just good them. baseball IQ right there. Yeah. And then the last, we talked about it, Padres edged out the Mets. Bad week to be a Mets fan. Oh, yeah. First, you don't win your division, and then you lose the wild card. Mm. How many wins did they have? For uh, they, that, had a, they, they had 101 regular season oh, wins. Yeah, that's crazy. They're wow. already out in the wild card round. Yeah, that's insane. That's <laughs> yeah. Props that's, to the Padres though. Yeah. But moving forward, the upcoming divisional, as we already talked about, the Mariners are currently playing the Astros, and the Braves and Phillies actually play today. Ooh, the next two games we're looking at. Tonight, both tonight at 7.37, mm. the Yankees are playing the Guardians, and at 9.30, the Dodgers are playing the Padres. All right, so I'm the only one on this podcast who's not a Yankees fan. So I do hate the Astros more than the Yankees, but I hate them both a lot. So I hope they both lose. We'll see. They're both favored in each of their series. Uh, but as of right now, the Astros are down. Yeah, so the, only, the only way I would be... I just don't want the Astros to go to the World Series. It either has to be the Yankees or the Mariners. 
simply because the Mariners had Robinson Cano for a really long time. And Robinson Cano is my favorite baseball player of all time. Former Yankee, played nine years there, five years in Seattle. He was amazing. And then he dropped off when he went to the Padres. Mm -hmm. But I would love for the Mariners to go on just because they haven't been in the playoffs in so long. But I would love to see the Yankees in the World Series, obviously. So those games, yeah, all start today, and we'll be looking forward into the divisional round and give you guys coverage of that next week. Yeah, and then to give our listeners a little bit more, like, just basic insight. So the Padres have, like, one of the biggest stars on the planet in Juan Soto. Yeah. And they also have one of the best – they have actually one of the best uh, starters, starting lineup, like, pitching-wise in MLB. They do. They have – shoot, the former Rays pitcher – Oh boy. Uh, Which one was he? Blake Snell. Blake Snell is yeah. wonderful. And then they have, uh, they had a guy literally pitch to the shut guy. out the Mets. He pitched seven innings, one hit in seven innings. Blake Snell, do you remember he was the guy that got taken off the mound? Oh, yeah. Against yeah. the Dodgers when he was like doing really well. He was well. doing really well. And Just then because it, of the analytics. Yeah, because yeah. the analytics, and they literally took him off, and he was so mad. Yeah, he was. I remember watching that World Series. That I was, was like, the end of the relationship. Yeah, yeah that definitely was, made him want to leave. Yeah. but So, I, like, I think the Padres are an interesting team to watch. It's just, are they going to take care of that dragon up north? That's their goal every season. They have to beat out the Dodgers. That's true. And so we'll see if they can do it this year. The Braves are an interesting team. They're the, kind of the local team around here. The yeah. Yankees look good. Uh, they, they could they could have looked better, but Aaron Judge is leading that team. The just. only reason that the Yankees <laughs> are succeeding is because of him. I mean, we have decent pitchers. In, I mean, Garrett Cole shows up every once in a while, and Michael Carpenter is just yeah. – he's a stud. Mm-hmm. And um, I just hope that they can get the job done, but – and then it's an exciting race. One more rundown. The Phillies have an insane rotation. So their pitchers all go long, like six or seven innings. Mm-hmm. And then their bullpen just has to take care of like two or three innings. And they all throw gas. Like they all throw 97, 98, 99, 100. Their pitcher today was throwing 100 with movement. And like the announcers were just ooing and awing over it. They're like, how do you hit that? Yeah. That thing, that thing looks like a cutter, but it's going 100 miles per hour. That's mm. so, but yeah, so excited. Okay, moving in. Caleb, you want to give us a, a rehashment of week four of the NFL, or week five, right? Week, yeah. five week five of the NFL. Of the National Football League. Yeah, we'll move right into it. So there's a lot of teams in the NFL who uh, are historically or in recent years have been very bad, who now are proving to be extremely good this year. Oh, yeah. There are some really good teams who have continued to be good. And then there's also some you know good teams past few years who were maybe a little bit skeptical about. Uh, after this week and just after the first few games that they played. So uh, kind of some interesting headlines and interesting stories in the NFL. What's uh, the what's the division that's like rocking right now? The NFC least is now the NFC most. Yeah. Yeah. This they, this division with Philadelphia, New York, and Dallas, and then you got want, you want. know the Commander Carson <laughs> in there doing whatever the heck it is he's trying to Did do. Do you hear about what Ron um, Rivera said? Yeah, he totally threw Carson Wentz under the bus, which I thought, I mean... You never do to your quarterback. I tell, think it was tell, Samantha. Tell the viewers what they said. So, so, so uh, basically, Ron Rivera was asked, like, you know, all the other teams in your division are performing at such a high level. Like, what do you think the difference is? They're dis- all the either 5-0 or 4-1. and one. Right. And then your team is, like, 1-4. One 1-4. And, and, four. Four. and, four. and he's like, they're like, what do you think the difference is? And he said, quarterback. Straight, straight up. up. Straight yeah. up quarterback <laughs> wow. play. And I'm sitting there going, you're telling me Danny Dimes and Cooper Rush is what's making the difference in these? T- and I mean, Jalen Hurts Cooper Rush. Rush. It, but Danny so Cooper Rush, Rush okay. I want to say this. Cooper I say Rush this. is a backup QB 
who's leading the Cowboys to a four and one record. And then Daniel Jones was a QB before this year that everyone thought, oh, well, at the end of this year, they're going to draft a new QB because Daniel Jones is, is watched. He's well, good. isn't it funny that we call him Danny Dimes, but we can collectively agree that he sucks? <laughs> I don't think he sucks. This year, I don't think he otherwise. sucks. I think Dayball has finally got in there and he's changing the culture. And I think he's fine. I think Daniel Jones is finally in a system where he can succeed. Is he ever going to be a Josh Allen? No. no. Is he ever going to be a Mahomes? Is he ever going to be that elite great quarterback? No. Absolutely not. Could he be a Kirk Cousins? Could he be a Kirk Cousins game manager that maybe gets you to a good playoff run? Absolutely, he could. Yeah. I right. mean, I think the Giant. I mean, and Saquon's performing at a level. Saquon's like, proving seen, he's like, RB one. He's yeah. he's proving he's in the, Saquon the league. Again. Like yeah, and so it's he's super fun to watch. Um, so that division is absolutely going yeah. off. I'm super happy for Jalen Hurts too. And It'll the Eagles. be interesting. It, like two of those teams in that division could just be the wild card teams. Like Very they could well have three be. teams in the playoffs. Well, and that puts a lot of pressure on, like, say, the Green Bay Packers and their if division. They don't win their division. They've got like if say you know if three teams come out of the NFC East, the Packers have got to like if they want a secure spot, they're going to have to win that division. Or the Minnesota former was, Super Bowl champs, yeah, the Rams, the Rams as well, because the 49ers look good right now. They do. And they they could do. win the division. The Rams again. Who won that matchup? 49ers won when they yep. burst. So it has we'll implications see. for the whole NFC. Yeah, there's a lot really to toss crazy. up here. Like yeah. there's a lot going on, especially in the NFC. Yeah, that's why it's like I just if I like that's why I'm like Russ made a good decision by going to the AFC. Mm. Granny's not performing, yeah. but I'm sure that's yeah. what his brain his brain was going there. Like yeah. I'm gonna go to the AFC and I'm gonna absolutely rock it. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. Oof. Oh, oh, oh. Like, he is not the answer. No. I mean, thought, they thought he was. Well, there was a lot of hype around him. We were kind of – I was excited for him. I was very excited for to, him. As much as a disappointment Russell Wilson is, the head coach is just as a disappointment mm-hmm. because he's doing horribly, yeah. like, in all aspects. Like, they had to – they hired somebody week three – I forget. It was called like a last second decision coordinator, mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> they made up a position just because they didn't believe Hackett could make good decisions in the final two minutes. How did he yeah. not have flashbacks from the Super Bowl? Like, how do you, yeah. I know? Like, it, like how did he not have flashbacks of being oh, inside the ten yard line throwing the ball? Yeah. Do you see Richard Sherman post game? Yeah, oh, he was Sherman heated. was having PTSD, dude. He was yeah. like, I mean, he said, "Run the ball." Yeah, he's like, "Run the ball." <laughs> Which and why? Why and he don't even, you? He even called out Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, the play was open. I was Russell gonna, Wilson. It was just open. didn't see the receiver on the right Walker. side. He stared. PJ Walker? No, Hamlin. Ham. It's it's Ham, hard, Yeah, some Hamlin. Like he he was staring down. I believe it was Cortland Sutton on yeah. the left. He was trying he was to get staring it to him. down his primary the whole time. And I, I kind of watched it broken down, like in slow motion. He by the time he looks over and he sees Hamlin, Hamlin. But by, by the time he sees Hamlin open, it's too late. Yeah. Like Hamlin's already covered, and then he you know tries to sling it in there, but it's. Uh, I think it was was it Minka Fitzpatrick that made a play on it. I believe. No, Minka. Oh, no, that was. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> incorrect. Um, Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. That's yeah. who it was. Um, Made a great play. It was a good play. But again, he didn't, he threw it, so he stared at Sutton and then ended up throwing it to him five seconds later when Hamlin was wide open, which led to Hamlin after the play. So after the play, the game was over. Smashing his helmet. Smashing his helmet onto the ground as hard as he could. But moving on, we had some other unnecessary roughness after the game. What happened with the Raiders? Caleb. Yeah, so Devontae Adams uh, flustered and rightfully so. But what happened? What happened? Like, what was the situation? 
Like Choke. leading up to it. Leading up to like right after the game. I can explain it. So, so he, him so, and Runfro hit each other on that on yeah. the route. Yep. I know that much. I didn't. I didn't see the tail end of this game. I mm-hmm. saw like some of the. Well, they were order. killing it in the first half. So they the, were up. The Raiders were up. Right, I think, 20. Seven, 17 to three at one point. Yeah, uh, that was their biggest lead. But yeah. the game was a hostile game. Yeah. So we'll get into the roughing the passer calls here in a second. But there was a roughing the passer call that got called Chandler right before. Jones. The end, it was Chris Jones. Chris Jones, not Chandler uh, Jones. It happened right yeah. before the end of the first half where he f- he stripped the ball from the quarterback. Yep. And yep. he had the ball in his hands but was also like – On top of it. On top of the quarterback and landed on him. But he was recovering the football because the, the football – Came out. Came out. And so he was kind of grabbing it while also falling to the ground. And he fell on the QB mm-hmm. flag for roughing the pass. But they say he put the, all of his weight on him, but he braced his left arm. He did. He he, he, he put all of his weight on it. Like, he braced a little bit, but – He did what he pound dude landing on you. My but, question is, since, since when has full body weight been against the rules? I had no idea. Since, since Tua. Until they started – saying like it's, it's oh been, it's been a penalty for a while remember they they had a thing like two or three years ago where kevin hart went on nfl network and like they were just making fun of how you're supposed to sack a passer now no i saw yeah yeah, yeah. so it that. happened like three years ago where they implemented the rule and no one on defense was ready for it yeah they weren't used to it that's how they always sack the quarterback you kind of just land on him because you're, what are you supposed to do? Like go invisible? Like what are you supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, I mean you I can't like, break down. QBs like Josh Allen, like you have to sack him, like yeah. and kind of almost fall on him, or he's gonna get away. Yeah, you think, but yeah. Going back to the game, but real, we'll get into that from the past here in a minute. But so the game was really hostile because that happened right at the end of the first half, mm-hmm. and it it was a complete one eighty where the Chiefs would have gotten the ball. Uh, in the Raiders' territory with a minute left, but instead, roughing the passer, the Raiders keep the ball, go down the field, and kick a field goal. The fans were booing for six plays in a row. Yeah, well, six it was bad. plays. It was bad. They were saying, F yeah. the refs. They were saying, refs, you stink. They were saying, NFL, you suck. Everything imaginable, and they were chanting yeah. it for six plays loud. I don't blame them. But, um, I don't blame them. So that happened in the game. And then, so the Chiefs had a great second half. Take the lead down by 14. They come back, take the lead, and then Derek Carr tries to have the game-winning drive. Yeah. Again, makes a great effort. Third down and one. Throws the ball to Devonte Adams. Josh Jacobs, the two point. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> throws the ball to Devonte Adams on the sideline. Devonte yeah. catches it. Yeah. He gets two feet down, but as they're showing the replay. He bobbles the ball as he's – so he, okay. he has the ball in his left hand, and as he's moving it to his right hand, the ball moves a little bit. Okay. And they deemed it not control. So when it goes to review, they, they ruled it the catch on the field, and then they overturned it. So Devontae's already hot. But they still scored. They didn't score. So then that was four, the fourth and one, Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams run into each that other. That was the final drive you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the final drive. Oh, they okay. run into okay, each other. Fourth and one. Two veteran receivers, one of them didn't understand the route uh, because they should never be that close to each other. But Mm. they ran into each other. Devontae Adams was pissed. He was on the sideline throwing his helmet onto the ground. And then I'll throw it over to Caleb to what he did after the game. Yeah, so post-game, so he's he's walking off the field and this camera guy kind of walks out in front of him and... 
Devontae just like straight up arms out, like shoves him to the ground, and just him. like. And afterwards, I saw he kept like, he, walking too. Like he, so he kept walking, like nothing really happened. Someone kind of like you know, es- do his escort him or whatever. But they show his apology in the locker room, and it, <laughs> dude, I it was not. I didn't think it was a very like sincere apology. It was, it was it was like, well, the guy walked out in front of me, and I like kind of pushed him, sort of, and I was just like sort of frustrated. And it was like he was kind of trying to come up with excuses for it, but. And I've never, like, thought Devontae to be that kind of guy. He's, like, that's, he's never been he's, one in four I don't think he's, he's ever, ever been, been this been frustrated guy. in his career. Yeah. And the camera guy apparently went to the hospital. <laughs> so it yeah. just makes it worse. Like, he did that just so he could press charges against Devontae Adams. And he has. He has so now. He has now. And he's, now Devontae is questionable for suspension. And he's on my fantasy team. I, so I, Stephen A had a take today about it, and he believes he should get suspended. And I agree. I believe he should get suspended for one game because the NFL needs to put out like, "Hey, again, you can get mad. That's fine. You can throw your helmet on the ground. You'll yeah. get you'll get fined for that. But you can never touch a fan or yeah. even a person at working. All. Like yeah, a person an working. Yeah, it's like it'd be different if like a fan ran on the field and like hit you first or well, whatever. Because remember that that fan that ran on the field, and I think it was. Bobby Wagner, some yeah, Bobby yeah. Wagner hit tackled, him, tackled him or whatever. That's different. That's, that's that's so that guy's pressing charges too, he, which I think is ridiculous. He has no lawsuit, but yeah. yeah. But a fan just doing their job, let alone a worker, an employee, yeah. that's, again, at the end of the day, Devontae Adams is an employee of a football yeah. team. Same as that photographer. They are equals. Yeah. Like even even if he makes way more money, they're yeah. equals in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. They're both employed. They're both employed they're by in, the NFL. The Shield. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah, guy's exactly. just walking mm-hmm. along, and then Devontae Adams just decked him. Like it was yeah. bad. But, yeah. Uh, moving on. I'm just gonna rehash just quickly yeah. these games. Um, the Jags lost to the Texans. We have no offense. Uh-oh. Whatever. Don't really <laughs> care. The Jags are the Jags again. Mm-hmm. Um, the Finns fall short to the red hot Jets. Uh, said something about the Jets before week one, I remember. So just kind of whatever. Uh, Ravens ice Joey B and the Bengals. Justin Tucker is absolutely automatic. Dog. Dog. Spray painted his leg gold. Not really, but dog. And then, um, yeah, we talked NFC East. We talked Russell Wilson. And then Taysom Hill. Taysom time, baby. He had four touchdowns in his game win, actually, over the Seahawks. Yeah. It's Taysom time. I mean, I... Without and, without um, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, and then Chris Olave went down with a concussion. Right. After he caught a very impressive touchdown catch, which I'm happy he held on to it. They reviewed it. Reverse call. He ended up getting the touchdown. Actually, no, we challenged that play. But um, Taysom Hill, I mean, I don't think he – and I think a lot of people are like, should he start at QB? Should, we, should he be that guy? And it's like – He's not meant to be that guy. I don't think – if you force Taysom Hill out of his position as a gadget player, then, like, that's just not going to work. Like, that's what his role is. That's where he's meant to be. So, like, you can't force him out of being a gadget player and say, like, okay, now you're a starting QB. You're the face of the franchise. He is one of the faces of the franchise. He's For sure. A, he's an integral part of our offense, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to – there would be way too many turnovers if he started a quarterback. I want him to go to way the – Way too many. Oh, I guess there's no more Pro Bowl. I was about to say, I want him to go to the Pro Bowl so I can get his Pro Bowl jersey. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, dude, yeah, I guess there's no more Pro Bowl. I kind of – rest in peace. But – I think we should be including him a lot more on our offense. I really do. Yeah. Um, I think a good mix of him and Alvin Kamara running the option would be really nice to see. And especially, for with, him. especially with a lot of our big big name receivers out. 
that might be how we're going to generate some points and just picking up yards on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. We'll see what uh, Dennis Allen decides to do with them, but it'll be interesting. Happy for him. Happy for the Saints. They needed a win. We definitely did. Yeah. Two and three is a lot better, like a whole lot better than one and four. So. Sure. All right, moving forward, we're going to break down a big week in college football. I'm going to give Naaman a two-minute drill, and then afterwards we'll just kind of touch on what we find interesting in college football. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Yeah, so uh, FSU hosted NC – oh, they didn't host. They went to NC State, and FSU played very well. Um, It was just the second half that was just really upsetting. There were so many mistakes. Uh, The punt where – the punter should have just punted the ball or ran for it. He probably could have gotten the first down. Yeah. And then the the questionable fade route uh, to a 5-9 receiver when we were in field goal range. Could have kicked the game-winning field goal. And running was going well for us. So a few questionable decisions in the second half led to a barely, barely two-point loss mm-hmm. versus NC State. Tennessee beat LSU. Uh, and then TCU jukes the Jayhawks, the Kansas Jayhawks, which was great. UCLA upsets Utah, second straight upset in a row for UCLA. UCLA, either 5-0 or Mm -hmm. 6-0. They're doing great. Uh, Any other games? So, let's see. South Carolina, the Gamecocks fight off the Kentucky Wildcats. Huge win for them. Kentucky was ranked 13, and South Carolina beat them. In Lexington. That was a crazy game. Spurs up, baby. Notre Dame, unranked currently, beat BYU, uh, uh, number 16 ranked BYU. And then other notes that I just wanted to uh, point out was James Madison University, a school most people haven't even heard of. They're the Dukes. They are now ranked for the first time in so many years. They're ranked 25th. Texas is back ranked again after a dominant 49-0 win over Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. They're ranked 22. Quinn Ewers is back. I think he's the best quarterback in college football currently. Uh, Georgia is back at one. Ohio State at two. Bama at three. That, Why is that, Bama at three? Bama's at three because they struggled with Texas A&M. And that's, that's my, hmm. my uh, two minutes. Sick. Clemson's at four. So we we're hosting them this week. What yep. do you guys think about that game? It's going to be a hostile environment. Like I think it's it's going to be a very tough environment for Clemson to come into. Granted, they went into Wake Forest and won, and that's also a tough and environment. Double overtime and double overtime. But I think home field advantage is going to be huge for us. This, like if this game was in Clemson, I'd be like, yeah, we probably don't have much of a shot. But since it's here. Well, this is going to be a very close game. I think yeah. it's going to be closer than people think. I'm excited for it. Uh, my brother's coming down for it. Ooh, it's going to really? be nice for Gray. Well, Gray, my twin brother, for those of you guys who don't know, he goes to school 20 miles outside of – or like 20 minutes away from Clemson University. Mm-hmm. And it's like all his friends at his school, mm-hmm. Anderson University, are big Tiger fans. Ah. So they're really excited for it. Gray's coming down. Um, he's obviously going to cheer for FSU because he's he better. He, well, because we're Gamecock fans by birth. Oh, and then I true. went to Florida State, so he's not going to cheer for the Tigers regardless. Good, good. good. So yeah, so that'll be exciting. I'm really excited. Night kickoff, seven thirty. We're hungry, be great. though. We are hungry. We, we need to win. Losses. Yeah, we don't want to go on this three game skid. Hey, we, we were owned for last year. I know those players know that feeling and remember it. They're going to want to win this week. Um, so yeah. we'll see. And then we have another. Top six matchup. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, we can. Yeah, I want to go into doing our picks right now. So I'll just head into that. We did our obviously our pick for Clemson, Florida State. What do you guys got? 
Uh, I'm going to pick Florida State. I, I don't feel super confident in it, but I'm going to pick Florida State. Same. I'm going to pick Florida State as well. But you, that that team, man, that Clemson team, I really like Will Shipley. Mm-hmm. That guy is dynamic. I don't really like anyone on the Clemson he's Tigers. A running back, correct? Yeah, he's like he also goes in the slot every once in a while, but he's just an offensive yeah. dynamic guy. He's white, right? Yeah, the rare yeah. white running back. Yeah, yeah he's but a, I mean uh, Julian Edelman type in the slot. They compare yeah. him to Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola yeah. a lot. But at running back, um, who do you got? I, I have Florida State. I feel like it's just this is just the types of games that we win. Are these night games where we're playing someone that's ranked? We're not supposed to win. We're coming off a bad lot, too bad lot. Like, these are just the games that Florida State usually tends to pull out. So, I have confidence in the team. I'm going to run a couple miles around the stadium before because <laughs> I've done that in the past. Every time I've done that morning at game day, we win. So, I'm going to go get my cardio in, and okay. uh, that'll hopefully be a good luck charm. Little update. The last time we hosted a top five team, we beat them. That was UNC. UNC. Yeah. We beat them. So, I I'm called excited. the score of that game. Do you remember that? You did. I, you you know how much money I could have won from you that? Made, so, Caleb, I barely knew the guy. This was two years ago. This was two years ago. ago. Yeah. And I barely knew him. Um, and, jeez, this I didn't guy. Know you he's like, this yeah, is my yeah. score prediction. And I'm like, oh, okay. He had FSU winning, which is already, That's very, already out there. very unrealistic. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden it happened. And I'm like, whoa, wow. All yeah. right, all right. All hail Caleb. 31 to 28, yeah. But, was a, 32 so, 28. Moving on. Huh? The score was 32 28. Against North Carolina? Mm-hmm. It was not. I'm, Dude, I'm telling you it was. It was 31 to 28, I remember. I called it. I wrote it down on my ticket. Y'all can fact check me. I'm almost positive, though. If it's 32 28. Oh, no, you're right. Okay, good. I really thought you were wrong. I was about to be like, I was about to ruin your whole story. I was about right to there. say, like, I, yeah, then my claim to fame is no, like, he was right. Invalid. But moving on to another oh, good matchup. Huge game. Not as big as, I mean, well, just as big in my opinion. Number 10, Penn State goes to Michigan to huge. go into Ann Arbor and play number five team in the country. Mm. Huge game. It's an exciting game. I think, um, I think Penn State can win. I really do. Yep. I know it's in Ann Arbor. If this game was at Penn State, I would definitely say Penn State. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to go Penn State just because I think that they are really good. And Harbaugh hasn't been tested yet. They're undefeated, but they haven't really been tested yet. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know where Jim Harbaugh buys his pants, right? Oh. Walmart. Mm. The man is a college football coach who makes... Absurd. He's probably one of the, he's the one of the highest top three highest top paid. Top three easily. Buys his pants from Walmart. The dude's a menace. He refuses. I heard it was some interview one time. He refuses to buy his pants anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for Jim Harbaugh. Also, Nate Nabier up there. Nate Nabier, are friends of ours from church. Uh, sure, the uh, Yeah, they're currently doing or being a church planting. church plant up in Ann Arbor. So uh, for that, for those two reasons, for Walmart pants and for <laughs> our friends and for church and for church. church. And because they have a home field advantage, mm. I think that's going to be key in this game as well. Uh, Penn State's a really good team. They are. Agree, they beat Auburn. They must be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They must be extremely good if they, they beat Auburn. Yeah. Um, well, I think Michigan wins. So, for the Walmart pants and all the reasons mentioned prior, I'm going to go Michigan. I think Sir. Penn State will actually have a big awakening this week. They haven't burst a really great team yet. 
So we'll see. Yeah, I guess I both sides need to be tested this it's, week for it's sure. It's in the big house too. So I think Michigan will be rocking. I got them winning. Yep. Largest and college stadium. Moving on to the best game of the, the week. The college game day game of the week. Yeah. Yes. I'm standing pretty there. sure. Yeah. Number three, Alabama goes to Knoxville. The Knox. To play the Tennessee Volunteers. What's Tennessee ranked? Number six. So it's a top six matchup. That's crazy. That like that's crazy. that's like an expanded college football playoff matchup. Like in two yeah. years' time, this will be a college football playoff game. Alabama goes down this week. Wow. Wow. They barely okay. escaped. Okay, think about this. Barely escaped Texas. Barely escaped Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. In, wasn't that game in no. Tuscaloosa or was it in College it was Station? In College Station. Either way, bro. <laughs> Either way, Texas A and M lost to Miami. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is like, Bryce Young? Is Bryce Young playing? Is he still hurt? That's that. That's the key for me. I don't know where I'm going to go. Tennessee. If Bryce Young isn't playing, but even if he is, I just I see Tennessee with all that momentum and I see a win. Tennessee has a lot of momentum right now. That's very true. Um, I want to pick Tennessee so badly for this game because it is in Tennessee and they have all this momentum going in, and I would love to see Bama fall. But Saban finds a way, dude. Saban's been a part of Uh, these big games for such a long time now. Tennessee's just kind of getting in the mix now, um, and I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're finally there. I'm happy to see that ugly orange in the top (laughs) six. Um, However, I think experience uh, in this game is what's going to end up winning out. I think Bama takes it. Mm. So I, I, it hurts me to say, but I, I think Alabama is going to win it. Uh, I think Tennessee Against the ugly orange that Sandra Bullock hates. Trust me, I I hate I hate Sandra Tennessee Bullock a hates lot. It, I hate it. I hate Alabama <laughs> even more. Uh, I will never say the R and then the T word. I'll never say those together unless I'm mocking them. But Bryce Young probably won't play. Uh, that's what the report is right now. Uh, Nick Saban's. Hopeful that he does, but he probably won't. Yeah. But I still, I believe in Nick. Uh, over, yep. I don't even know who Tennessee's coach is. So, hmm. yeah. So it's just like Nick is the guy. He's always been the guy. So and then moving on, Oklahoma uh, State, number eight, heading down to the Horn Frogs' home, number thirteen. Mm. So I, I'm going to go uh, TCU there. Uh, go Horn Frogs. Me too. Just their uniforms are just crazy. Like so, Oklahoma was, State's doing good. Yeah. They're, they've had a couple of big wins, but I really think, especially, I think the culture at TCU is popping right now, too. TCU's where, hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll take TCU, but I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma State put up a, a big fight there. And then we got yeah. two more games. We'll do them pretty quickly. So number 15, NC State at number 18, Syracuse, and number 7, USC, going to number 20, Utah. That'll be uh, USC's first ranked game. It'll be their first big test of the season. Who you guys got in those? Syracuse, big O. Give me the orange. I'm going to go NC State. It's I, in Syracuse. It's I know in it's Syracuse. in Syracuse. Um, I don't understand why their mascot's an orange and they're in New York. <laughs> like, I just never quite understood that. Mm. Syracuse, yeah, they've, they've got a good team this year. It's going to be a big test for Florida State when that, week's, when that week comes. Mm. Um, but watching NC State uh, this past week, uh, they got a lot of grit, a lot of fight in them. Uh, I think their offense mm. is going to get – their offense sputtered a little bit against us. Mm. Uh, I think they get rolling again against Syracuse. Their though. QB's out. Like, their QB was hurt. Devin Leary? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, probably broken collarbone or something, but he's not playing in that game. Mm. Yeah, but see, that. their backup came in and was tearing us up. 
A li- he was running on us for a bit there. I think that says more about us than it does. Yeah, that's what state. I was going to say. But uh, we'll Fair see. Enough. We'll see. Fair enough. Time will tell. I think how we do against Clemson will really explain that. What so, was your pick? My pick is going to be Syracuse. I think NC State's backup QB is not that good. So yeah. I'm going to go Syracuse. And then I got USC. I think. Me too. I don't, yeah. Uh, this is such a trap game. Because, like, historically, like USC that. loses this game. That's just what they do. This is a game USC always loses, but I think they got the right coach this year, so I'm going to pick USC. I really, really don't like Utah. There's just something about them. They let Florida beat them, and I'm still mad at them for it. So I'm definitely going to go USC. What about you, Caleb? I'm going to go Utah. I just don't think USC has really convinced me yet this year. They just don't have – they haven't really played anyone yet, and none of the wins over the teams they played have been super, super convincing. It's um, a huge upset right there, you picked. What's that? Huge Number seven team going down. Yeah, I, th- I just I, Utah's played Utah's played a little bit more challenging opponents so far. I think they've grown as a team after that loss in the swamp. I think they've kind of been, you know, catching a little bit of momentum since then. Nothing like too crazy, but I think number seven is going to go down this week. Okay, moving into the NFL. We've got some pretty big matchups coming up in the NFL as well that I'm personally excited for. Starting us off, Jags go to Indianapolis to face the Colts. I've got the Jags also because I just got a notification on my watch that the Jags are signing a veteran offensive guard in John Miller. Oh, okay. Nice. And so nice. that'll be some help on the offensive line where it's desperately needed. Okay. So, yeah, I got Jags. Play? I sure hope so. So this is less about the Jags and more about the Colts. I think the Colts are trash. So I'm gonna pick the Jags. Uh, yeah, I think I think the uh, the Jags are like a semi full like bathroom trash can. When like the Colts are like a kitchen trash can with like chicken that's been in there for like a week. So that, that's my that's my opinion on that. I think it's gonna say a lot about both teams because I think both both teams right now are in a place where it's sort of really early on in the season, make it or break it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a tough pick. I, I'm gonna go with the Jags too. I think Woo. I don't know. I just don't, I don't like the way Matt Ryan is playing lately. Um, it that, that offense is just looks. I mean, to win a game twelve to nine, just that feels like a loss almost. Um, the Jags yeah, in overtime too. Yeah, in overtime it was so boring, and because Matt Ryan made me sit there and watch the worst Thursday night game I've ever seen, I'm gonna pick the Jags. All right, Vikings go to Miami to face the Dolphins. What do we think? It's a good game. Mm, is it that good? I think it's a pretty good game. Um, shoot, I'm gonna go. Is is it still third string QB in Miami? Yeah, it will be. Okay, unless Teddy gets cleared. But, I'm so. I'm gonna go Minnesota then. I just think the Dolphins need a guy at QB to get this offense going again. The Vikings look pretty solid so far. Justin Jefferson, um, absolute beast so far this season. Dog. So uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings in this game. Same. I got the Vikings. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings. If Tua or Teddy plays, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my pick to the Dolphins if they play. But as Circumstances. Of right, yeah. Circumstances. I think they'll That's win fair. if one of them plays. But yeah. as of right now, third stringer, he just looks lost. Yeah. Which, no, yeah. Like, I mean, you should be as a third yeah, stringer. Yeah. He is a third stringer. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, next game up, Bengals go to New Orleans to play the Saints. Um, I think the Bengals are pretty upset about last week. I do. So I'm actually going to go Cincinnati this week. Oof. It depends. 
Uh, I mean, it doesn't really depend on anything, but I just think the Bengals want to win. Mm. I'm going to go New Orleans. Uh, I've always got hope and faith in my team. Um, yeah, I hope we use Taysom. I, I don't think we need to use him necessarily as much, but I hope we use him in that way at least more against the Bengals because we need him for our offense to produce. Um, and our defense, we let up way too many points to Geno Smith. But other than that, we've looked solid this year. So I am hoping and praying and picking the Saints. Hmm. So uh, when we were trying to figure out what football ticket to buy for Caleb's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah this, we'll was, be this, was, this was one game that we almost picked because uh, this is yeah. going to be a really good game. It will be. I um, wasn't in the deciding process for your tickets. I just was told I was going. Oh, yeah. well, so okay. When me and Sage enough. were picking out the tickets, uh, this is one that we almost did, but it was yeah. like kind of in the middle of all the schoolwork. But the game's gonna be good. It'll like, be a great game. Be great. To the house to New Orleans, November twentieth versus the Rams, though. Yeah, Just Saints. Just let that out there. At uh, Rams at Saints. It's gonna be a great game. Very excited. For that. Um, Very excited. We're gonna be on the road. Like it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing interviewing people on Bourbon Street, maybe potentially. Yeah, Andy so, Dalton. Stay tuned. Some good content. Andy Andy We'll have the post-game interview with Andy Dalton. Yeah. Uh, oh. Shout out my parents and Sadie Tree and those tickets. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that was very nice of them. Shout but, out you know. Caleb Prozy and Naaman Smith for going with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. and, yeah. and Caleb's dad. To yeah. all the dads out there. Yeah, and, and Mr. Confusion. all the dads. He's, he's oh, going to be man. super psyched for that, too. But with that all being said, I think the Bengals are going to win this week. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. All that for that. Yeah. Okay, so Jets at Packers. Mm. I'm going Jets, boy. Mm-hmm. I think Brees Hall is absolutely tearing it up on the ground, mm-hmm. and I think Zach Wilson's just a stud. Mm. Uh, not in Lambo. <laughs> not in Lambo. They're going to be. A, I mean, they just lost to the Giants. Hey, rarely does Aaron Rodgers lose two in a row. Yeah, especially. I mean, noon kickoff game in Lambo. I just think spirits are going to be high for Aaron Rodgers in that offense. If their defense can hold Zach Wilson to like. 20 points and I feel like they'll win the game for sure but I'm going to go Packers. I'm going to go Packers too. I think it's rare Aaron Rodgers loses two games in a row and he was pissed at the end of the last game. I don't I don't know why that's the trend this year of people being mad but it's happened. <laughs> that and concussions yeah. it's happening more ever than I've ever seen it before. I want the Jets to win so bad. I, do I want If they win that's a statement win. I want a Jets jersey. I want, a, I want a Brees Hall jersey so bad. He's yeah. he's good. He's really good. He's like seventy five percent of the people in London at that game were wearing Aaron Rodgers jerseys. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this for the Giants. Where they were like cheeseheads in London. It's yeah. like what the heck? Yeah. You look so weird. Speaking of the Giants in that big win, they're Ooh. actually at home now in East Rutherford, playing the Ravens. That's a good game. That's a good game. I think I think the Ravens defense is bad. I, I so really bad. do. They played decently well against the Bengals, but mm. I do think that Saquon's going to run all over them. Mm. So I got the Giants. That's a that's an upset pick. I'm looking at it now. Uh, uh, Ravens are favored by six points. The Giants crowd though. Yeah, n- um, they're hype. I think it's it's going to be a lot of pressure on the Giants. Mm-hmm. They have expectations now. That's something they've <laughs> never haven't, had. haven't had in years. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's so tough. Uh, I'm going to go Giants. Yeah. I could see them crumbling to the pressure. Yeah. But I don't think they will. I think they're doing good. And I think they'll, it'll continue. I love Lamar, but he's underperformed the last two weeks. Like, as opposed to his first. He's underperformed. Stop saying that. Because then I'm going to say Ravens. As opposed to, like, Whenever anyone says that, 
The Ravens start doing really good. He's on my fantasy team, so I can go either way with this. Okay. Either my pick is right or my fantasy team wins. <laughs> You're 50-50. Yeah. yeah, I've got the G-men as well. I'm high on the New York football the giants G-man. right now. If the Saints, you know, start to crash and burn and just, like, everything goes bad, I am going root for the Giants for the rest of the season. And then one more game. We got Bills at Chiefs. Great game. Great game. Going to be an AFC Championship rematch. Oh, yeah. And I just – I'm going to go with the Chiefs. There, I said it. Mm. Wow. I'm going to go with the Bills. Josh Allen wins big games. He's going to march into era and get the dub. Mm. I'm gonna do Bills. I think the Bills are just dominant. They're just they they made the Steelers just oh they they made it was an embarrassing game. Yeah. Uh, them versus the Steelers this week. They made the Steelers look like Florida State two years ago. Oh yeah. Like it was bad. Yep. But um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills. Last game on our dock. We've got Cowboys at the Eagles. Undefeated wow. Eagles. Wow. This game. Cooper is, Rush versus hmm. Jalen Hurts. Two crazy games this week. Yeah. The Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. That could be AFC versus NFC championship potentially right there. Could be. Um, Very well could be. But so Cowboys, to give an insight, 4-1. and one, Eagles, 5-0. and oh. mm-hmm. I got the Eagles winning. I think the mm-hmm. Eagles are just unstoppable. I don't know who will take them down. They'll eventually be beaten, but I don't think it'll be this week. I think it'll be a week we don't expect. Yeah. Whereas everybody's like the Cowboys could do it. It's like kind of expected. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Eagles as well. But it's definitely gonna be the Eagles will fall on a week where everyone's like super high on the Eagles. I'm gonna go Eagles too. I love Jalen Hurts. I love that running offense. It's outstanding. And they've got some receivers too. It's just they've got it going on in Philadelphia. It's it's a good Good squad over there, and I cannot stand the cow. As much as I like Cooper Rush, oh, I, I cannot guy. stand the Cowboys. Yeah, same. And my lock of the week is 49ers at Falcons. 49ers. You are the nine. Yeah, nine. That's my lock of the week. Okay. So, I think it's a lock. Um, I like that. But and again, there are other ones too. Panthers at Rams. Uh, Rams are favored by 10.5. I would pick the Rams, like minus 10.5. Yeah, um, that's all we have for uh, this episode, episode seven of To the House. We want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. It was a huge week in sports, and we've got a huge week upcoming. So next week, we're going to have a lot of content for you guys. As always, this is Naaman, Caleb, and Caleb signing off. Woo!